I'd like to welcome you all to the Department of Defense Bloggers Roundtable. Uh, my name is William Selby at the Office of the Secretary of Defense Public Affairs, and I'll be moderating the call today. Uh, we are honored to have as our guest Ms. Meg O'Grady, Office of the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense, Military, Community, and Family Policy, and Spouse Education and Career Opportunities Senior Program Manager. Uh, she's going to be discussing the most up-to-date information on how to connect military spouses to career and education resources online and in their communities. Uh, so, ma'am, if, if you'd like, if you have an opening statement, the floor is yours. Sure, William. Thank you very much. So thank you all very much for the opportunity to talk about our Spouse Education and Career Opportunities Program, especially on this day, which is Military Spouse Appreciation Day. And we are celebrating Military Spouse Appreciation Month all month long with 31 days of military spouses. If you all have had an opportunity to go to our Facebook page, which is under the Military Spouse Employment Partnership. You can see that we're sharing stories of military spouses every day this month, and we hope to continue that throughout the year. Um, I'm happy to talk to you today just a little bit about the resources and tools that we have available for military spouses around careers and education, as well as talk about some of the uh, new initiatives that we have that are ongoing and that we'll be rolling out throughout the year. So again, I, I thank you for the opportunity to connect with you. One of the um, biggest challenges that we have is getting the great information out to spouses in their communities, and I know that you all have um, a way to do that very effectively. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and to answer any questions you might have today. Thank you very much, ma'am. And to the bloggers on the line, uh, you've all been on this, so you know how, how it goes. But remember to clearly state your name and an organization in advance of the question. Um, please keep your questions succinct and to the point. And if you're not asking a question, please keep your phone on mute. Dale, you were first on the line, so go ahead with your question. Good morning, Mr. Grady. Uh, Dale Kissinger from MilitaryAvenue.com. Um, my question, my first question is basically, what is the message that you would like um, to share with military spouses outside of the Beltline? Typical, um, how do we get to the community out there of hardworking spouses? Well, thanks, Dale. That's a great question. I, I think what we want to share is that we know that military spouses are great contributors, not only to their families, but to their communities, and that we want them to know that they are appreciated not only today and this month, but all year round. And what we're striving to do with the Spouse Education and Career Opportunities Program is to really in, enhance the quality of life that military spouses have. We know that for military spouses, 85% of them want or need to work. And so if we're able to give them tools and resources to find a successful education and career path that contributes to their financial well-being, not only for themselves but for their family, um, it increases the amount of social support they have both inside their military community and with the community with which they work. And we know that they have incredible talents. Um, they're resilient. They're team builders. Um, they're loyal, and, and we want to be able to facilitate them sharing those um, those great attributes and the skills that they bring to the table with the employers that um, we're going to connect them with. So as a bottom line, we want them to know that they are appreciated and that we are working to enhance their quality of life through education and careers. Thank you very much. And, and on that um, note, on the 85% want or need to work, um, does DOD have a how many are working? We do not uh, have a firm number on how many military spouses out of the total military spouses are working. What we do do every other year is 
our active duty spouse survey, and the most recent research that we have and the, um, the numbers that we're using are from the 2012 active duty spouse survey. Those numbers are available on our military one source site. And so through those numbers, um, which is a random selection of, a, of military spouses, we know that 85% want their need to work. What we do know is through our military spouse employment partnership, which is our partnership with over 225 private sector, nonprofit, and federal organizations, we've been able to, just in three years, hire over 60,000 military spouses into the partnership. So it's, um, it's a real accomplishment. We just, um, Dr. Biden just announced that for us um, just about two weeks ago at Fort Campbell, and so we're very, very proud of the progress that we've made. We are going to continue to expand the partnership, and not only just the partnership to make the connection to the job, but to continue to provide counseling through our Military One Source Career Center for those military spouses who are simply getting ready for that um, job connection. So it really is a comprehensive program, and so we're able to take our military spouses through that life cycle from what they want to do to the training and education and getting them the funding that they need to get that education all the way through that connection. And I really do think that that is the key to the success of hiring those 60,000 military spouses. Thank you very much. Sure. Okay, and John, you were next. You can go ahead with your question. Okay, hi. Uh, it's John McCandless. I write for the Navy Memorial uh, log blog, uh, also my own uh, Military Matters blog. Uh, I'm going to maybe. Sorry. Hold on, real quick. John, can you wait one second? Are, is, is, are, is John coming in really loud to anybody else, or is that just me? Um, I can hear him just fine. Okay, okay, just making sure. You're, you're in a good here. I'm sorry about that, John. Go ahead. Um, I take off speaker. Um, in any event, uh, what I'd like to ask is what programs do we have going for the spouses of reserve and National Guard members? That's a great question, John. And first, before I answer, let me thank you for your service. Um, really appreciate um, what the, the service that you provided to the country. And we're really interested in uh, the public understanding that, you know, when we employ military spouses, that it really does create security for families um, as those service members transition to be veterans. So, again, just um, thank you for your service. And the National Guard and Reserve question is a great one. We actually offer all of our services through the Spouse Education and Career Opportunities Program to National Guard and Reserve members, with the exception of the MyCAA scholarship, which is available to National Guard and Reserve members as they are on active duty. So once they are activated, um, junior enlisted and junior officer service um, spouses of service members are able to access that MyCAA scholarship. Um, when they are not activated, that's the only piece of our program that may not be available to them. So National Guard Reserve members can use our Career Center 24-7 through Military OneSource. Um, they're able to access our MySeco website, which is really one place for them to go to find all the career tools and resources that they might need, a place for them to create a virtual career plan, which they can use standalone or they can use with a career counselor through our Career Counseling Center. Um, they are also able to use um, the MSEP portal, which is the place that they can go to find those jobs from over 225 um, partner employers. And so um, all of those services are available to National Guard and Reserve members as well as um, transitioning spouses of transitioning service members up to 180 days after transition and all surviving spouses. 
Thank you. Sure. Thank you. And Bart, you're next. Hi, I'm Bart Beekner, also a retired Navy captain in Michigan, and uh, my uh, blogging is through the Vet Transitions, which is focused on uh, higher education and the transition of returning veterans and uh, uh, universities and colleges. The question I would pose is uh, uh, what sort of career guidance or on-campus support are you aware of? I, I know that a lot of schools are doing some work and becoming more aware of the uh, military members on campus and just starting to... Uh, uh, appreciate the number of spouses that are using uh, post-9/11 GI Bill, or even uh, in some cases, uh, you know, children of uh, uh, military and reserve component members. So, is there any uh, uh, social support or uh, structure that you're aware of that addresses these things? Yeah, Bart, that's a great question, and thank you for your service as well. Um, as you know, our, or as you may or may not know, our MyCAA scholarship is a workforce development scholarship that we have through our program. It's four thousand dollars for a military spouse who is in um, a spouse of the ranks E1 through E5, and the ranks O1 through O2, and W1 through W2. So we have a workforce development scholarship that's available for young military spouses to get a start, um, either through a license or certification or an associate's level degree. For our other spouses who are outside of those junior ranks, we have a scholarship finder on our MySeco website, which is really that, again, that one place to go to find the tools and resources. And so through our MyCAA schools, we have over 4,000 schools that participate in the MyCAA scholarship. We not only work with them to assist those military spouses who have the MyCAA scholarship, but part of our program is to educate those schools and educations of, uh, I'm sorry, institutions of higher education about military culture and about military spouses and family members in general. So each of our schools that comes through the MyCA scholarship and, and registers to accept the MyCA scholarship goes through an orientation that gives them some general education about military families and spouses. And most of the time, those folks who represent those schools are actually also the veterans represent representatives on campus. So we work directly with those veterans um, offices, student veteran offices, so that we can touch military families on each campus wherever they are. The other thing that we do do through our Military Spouse Employment Partnership is we partner with educations of higher institutions, such as the um, Higher Education Coalition of Mid-Atlantic, so Mid-Atlantic HERC, um, several others like Johns Hopkins, um, George Mason. We are actually working right now with George Washington University to find leaders in the um, in higher education to spread the word about the value of having not only military families and spouses, but veterans in their classrooms. So we're working on a couple different fronts, but um, the best way that we can touch them is through the schools that offer um, our MyCA scholarship, and generally those schools are schools that also offer tuition assistance to our service members and work GI Bill issues for our veterans. You get all that? Thank you. I appreciate that. And back to Dale. Yes, ma'am. Dale Kissinger again. Um, spouse testimonials. Um, I know that you started the 31 days, and, and you hope to keep it running for the year. Um, what would you think the, the biggest spouse testimonial is um, concerning finding employment through um, 
MyCEP or other, you know, MySeekSpo and other uh, resources that you provide? Well, Bill, I would say um, it's, it's sort of like picking a favorite child. It's really difficult to find just one because we have so many success stories. Um, so I, I will tell you one that, that's been, um, that, that we've been able to um, really publicize just in the last few weeks is um, there's a military spouse named Jessica Patrick, and she is uh, a military spouse, I believe, um, 13 years, and she is a registered nurse and works for Humana. Um, the reason that we love Jessica's story is that she has um, one of our top five careers. Um, we look at our careers each week to see which, which five are the most popular with military spouses, and almost always nursing is in the top five. And so she's been able to take her, the love that she has to do nursing and actually connect with one of our MSEP employers who recognizes her value, and they have been able to accommodate that credential no matter where she moves. And that, to me, is a, a very, very big success story because one of the biggest challenges military spouses have when they're, when they're in a licensed or credentialed career is that they're not able to easily move that credential or license from state to state. Um, in the Department of Defense, we've worked very hard to work with uh, different states to educate them about um, different ways that they can accommodate that licensure and credentials, and we've made great progress. Um, we have over 42 states who have signed some sort of legislation to expedite um, licensure or credentialing for military spouses as they move from state to state. So I think that's a perfect example, but again, you know, there are so many different um, stories out there. We know military spouses work for many different reasons. Some want um, a very long career path. Some are really looking just for a job at a point in time where they can um, create some security for their family or um, create additional financial stability for that family. So it really depends on the spouse. But one of the things that we know is very, very important and that we've asked our, our employer partners to do is to regularly give us those stories. Because although numbers um, tell one success story, it's great to be able to say we've hired 60,000 military spouses. I think that not only other military spouses, but the community in general really relate to the people, and they want to hear those individual stories. So that's why it's important for us to not only collect those, but to share those. So again, that's one story out of at least 60,000, and we know many more. So we're really trying to find those stories and communicate those, and we're very happy for you all to um, ask for more, and, and we'd be happy to find more for you as well. And where would I find uh, Jennifer's at? Is there an online resource to, to, to link to? So I, I believe, and I will check, and I can get back to you through our, our PA office, but I believe that Jennifer is one of our military spouses of the of the day for our 31 okay. Days Military Spouses. Okay. Um, you can find those at our Facebook page um, under Military Spouse Education I'm sorry, Military Spouse Employment Partnership. Um, but I can get you her particular story um, through our PA if you'd like that. Oh, that would be great. I, okay. I would appreciate that. Great. And, and my, my spouse was an education teacher and uh, moved 18 times, and transportability was the big issue for her license. Yep, absolutely. And I will tell you that education is almost always in our top five as well. So, you know, I think that really makes a good point in that we're not just looking for jobs that will fit military spouses. 
we're looking for a way for military spouses to do the work they love and to find ways for them to do that. And so I appreciate uh, your wife's service as well. And being a military spouse myself, I stopped counting at 20 jobs in 17 years. Oh, oh yeah. Holy and she had to switch jobs because of that issue, too. So, yep. Thank you. Uh, sure thing. And, uh, John, you're next. Yes. Um, two real quick questions. One, uh, do you have brochures, uh, just like a trifold, uh, that we could use here in Michigan, both at the, the military, the Freedom Center Military Lounge and also the one at, at, at the airport and also the one at the MEP station? That would help. Absolutely. And actually, we do have all of our materials, and we do have quite an extensive um, library of materials. You can find them on our MSEP portal. So if you go to um, msepjobs.com and you go under a tab that says service providers, you'll mm -hmm. see um, all of our materials are grouped by toolkits. So you can find um, our Enduring Partner booklet, which is a booklet that we share with all of our employers and with leadership from those different companies and organizations. There's a Potential Partner Toolkit, which is available to any company that is interested in joining the partnership. We also have um, a SECO Toolkit, which gives you general information about the Spouse Education and Career Opportunities Program, and we have specific materials to the MyCAA program as well as our MySeco website. So that's at msepjobs.com under service providers. And then we have shipped, printed and shipped, um, quite a few uh, orders of materials to our local installation. So any of the services employment offices should have those materials as well. But again, they're in electronic files right there on the website, and you're welcome to print and use and distribute as you will. Okay, very good. And is there any particular uh, base or area of the country that has had more success than uh, other areas? Um, it's hard for me to point to one specific area without having any um, really hard statistics at, at hand. What I can tell you is that we've noticed success in the at the installations where there is a great deal of community support, and so I can tell you that um, we work we have worked with um, the Colorado Springs area where we have Peterson Air Force Base, the Air Force Academy, um, Fort Carson. That community has really been um, very engaged in not only just supporting employment for military spouses and veterans, but really supporting family programs and, and really integrating the military into their community. Um, San Antonio comes to mind as another community that has really embraced um, military families, service members, and veterans and integrated them and made that a home. So I think the key to success for any installation is having that community support where you not only have where we are at the national level, these national level employers, but at that installation level where you can connect with small businesses, the Chamber of Commerce. Um, along those lines, we've created in the SECO um, program what we call the Spouse Ambassador Network. And the Spouse Ambassador Network is a group of military service organizations who have tools, resources, or advocate for military spouse employment and careers. And some of those organizations are Blue Star Families, the National Military Family Association, uh, Military Officers Association of America, 
the um, Association of the U.S. Army, and several others. We bring them to the table each quarter to talk about challenges that military spouses have um, around careers and education, and then we ask them as organizations to go out to their community chapter directors, installation representatives, and talk to their communities. And we think that's been um, a really great model for success. So we can talk about it here at the national level, but they then take the word out through their organizations to right to the places where military spouses live and work. So I, I would say it's those, it's those installations that really have that engaged community. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. And Bart? Hi, uh, Bart Beekner again. Uh, you're starting to bridge into uh, the area of uh, community-based support, so that that would open up uh, uh, partnerships with other organizations like uh, ESGR, for example, or the uh, the Joining Forces Initiative with the, the Family uh, Support Centers, which kind of gets into the heartland uh, issues. I think that John and I are both looking at uh, up here in Michigan. So, uh, the kind of a two-part question. Uh, you know, maybe branching off of that, one is the you're starting to talk about social support for uh, families and, and spouses, and I'm, I'm interested if there is any effort or uh, initiatives going on based on research uh, with military spouses that are helping, uh, especially those that are coming back from combat and having some adjustment difficulties to uh, uh, give them some uh, you know, so moral support, social support, and expertise support on how to uh, how to kind of get through those issues and help their spouse get through those those sorts of issues and uh, uh, what sort of partners might be involved in in that type of, uh, of an effort. Yes, yeah, so um, I I work in the office that um, does military one-source and non-medical counseling for military families and service members. I am not the expert in that program, so the piece that I can talk to, I, what I can say is that through Military OneSource, we do offer non-medical counseling, and that is available 24-7 um, for any service member or family member who calls to our Military OneSource um, center. And we can get you that information. And, again, I'm not the expert, so the piece that I can talk to from the employment and career side is um, what we're doing to work with uh, community organizations and employers. And I, I can tell you that um, we, we do work with joining forces. We definitely work within DOD with all of those other organizations who provide career and employment support to um, service members and veterans as they transition because, again, if we can um, – employ a military spouse, the thing that we do know is that that can mitigate many of the other challenges that might come from um, the other challenges of military life. So if we have a military spouse who has a secure career, they have an additional social support network. They have an additional um, opportunity to work not only with other military families, but in their community. It's, it's a link or a bridge to that community when they're able to work not only just on the installation, but with their um, the community outside of the gates. We know that many of our military families live outside of the installations now and actually live in those communities. So um, that's, that's a really important piece for us. We are working with our uh, employer partners through MSEP to ensure that they understand the culture of military families. When they um, sign on as a partner, we do give them an orientation about um, 
not only just the military, but about the culture of, of the military community and about military families. And we do also educate them about the resources that are available for uh, military families, not only through Military One Source, but again, as you said, through the family centers, um, through the family readiness support system that they have, not only on the installation and the community. So I think from the standpoint of careers and education, what we've done is we see these employers as not only a place for a military spouse to go to get a job, but we see that employer as a force multiplier for us, someone who has the education to um, be able to provide resources for that military family. And again, it's, it's just leveraging those um, resources that are already out there that a military family may or may not be aware of. And once they're employed by that employer, they have access to a whole nother um, source to find support and resources um, as they move through the challenges of that mobile military life. And if you'd like more information about the Military One Source and the non-medical counseling that we have, I can certainly get you a fact sheet uh, through our PA folks. I know we have several fact sheets about um, the state and family programs as well as the um, community capacity building and non-medical counseling. So we can make sure you get those as well. Oh, this is, was really good. I appreciate your uh, level of depth on that. I know one of my uh, colleagues at Fielding Graduate University, Michelle Mehta, is a military spouse, is very uh, uh, much involved in the social support and the uh, the employment uh, support of military spouses. And I, I think that maybe that research, research that she did might have been shared with you folks as well. Yes, actually, I know Michelle well. Um, I, I met her at the MOA um, Symposium, and she's also um, well-known to a couple of my team members. We've talked to her quite a bit, and we're very interested in the work that she's done as well as the coaching that she's doing for military spouses. So um, I expect that we'll be talking to her um, pretty frequently within the next few months since we've been introduced to her. Yeah, that, that's good. I uh, sent her a note that this call was going on and she couldn't make it. But, uh, yeah, the, the coaching aspect of this was the, really what I was trying to home in on with my question, which was a little bit maybe uh, around the bush. But I, I, I appreciate that that's uh, that's uh, focus of the program. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry to jump in here. This is Joy Crabaugh from uh, OSD Public Affairs. Um, I have to jump off the call, but for any of the follow-on questions that you all may have, um, William Selby can shoot y'all my email address, and I'm happy to help with any of that. Thanks, Joy. Yeah, and I'll Thanks, do that. Joy. All right, I'll talk to y'all later. Thanks. And Dale, did you Thank have a follow-up? Um, no, I think I'm done, William, but I did want to point out to John and Bart that I'm in Michigan as well. So we have three Michigan people on the line. I wondered where the other 49 states are. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> where about are you in Michigan? Uh, south of Grand Rapids. Okay, I've been anchoring the Detroit area, and Bart's up, uh, I think you're up in Midland, right? I am Midland, yeah, Midland, the Tri-City area, Midland, Bay City, Saginaw. That's pretty, uh, Thank you. What, are the, what are the odds there? Yeah, that's quite the odds. <laughs> John, did you have a follow-up question? I think I'm set, thank you. Roger that, and uh, Bart, you were all set also? I'm good, thank you. Well, thank you guys, I appreciate your questions. Uh, Ms. O'Grady, if you have a closing statement, the floor is yours. Great. Thanks very much. Well, I thank you very much, gentlemen, for the opportunity to talk with you today. Um, I, I do appreciate the fact that you are all um, 
blogging about issues that have to do with not only military spouses, but veterans and, and education as well. And I think, you know, it's time we make that connection and we understand that all of these programs are very well connected. It's clear to me that, that you understand that, and I really appreciate the fact that um, you're talking about this to your communities and that you have the opportunity to get the word out. So I, I thank you for the opportunity. I thank you all for your service. And um, please appreciate any military spouse you know today. Thank Thanks you. very much, ma'am. And again, thank you to everybody on the line for your questions and uh, for, your, for your time also. The audio will be ready in approximately an hour. That'll be, It'll be on uh, DoD Live, but you might have to give me a few more minutes. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> and uh, thanks again, everybody. This concludes today's event. Feel free to disconnect at this time.